the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. God is empowering the church right where we stand right now. He's empowering you to go far beyond doing something good in your life. It's greater than blessing. I need the power of deliverance and healing and restoration. God is going past to a realm that is so powerful for the children of God. There's a stirring in the heavenly realms, a movement so great, a force so strong, so intense that nothing can stop it. Its purpose is to bring you to an expected place, a place that's good and not evil. God never planned evil for you. As much as the children of Israel in the Bible Turn from God's plan, he still never planned evil upon them. I want to present steps to you today before closing this message that will take you to a place of being unmovable and unshakable. A place of power where God wants to do the miraculous works through you. It was never his plan to bring evil upon Israel, upon the children of Israel in the Old Testament. His plan was to have family, to have a communion relationship. God's plan for the children was a nation of priests. That was his plan for the entire nation to be a nation of priests. I'm talking about you today, though. God's plan is to bring you into a dimension of such deep revelation, a place that's extraordinary. It has extraordinary benefits. What was God's plan for the children of Israel? Are you ready to step into the miraculous or are you afraid of what God has for you? Maybe I'm just too much for some, but not for you. Or God would not have you listening to this message right now if you were not ready. I hear you thinking, come on, Valerie. God wanted a whole nation of priests. Well, let's allow God to tell us his plan for himself. The Bible is someone talking, but who's talking? It's God who's talking. And who is he talking to? He's talking to you and I. When we read the Bible and understand God is talking, you'll see everything in a new light. When we read it and understand that God is doing the talking, there's a communication that's going on. God uses it to communicate with us. And if we listen closely, 
He will give us all the answers to every circumstance in life that you are facing right now. We develop such a relationship with him that it will astound others. They will be so impressed. They will follow God. Miracles, signs, and wonders will break loose in your life. The cycle of defeat that you once experienced will cease. The answers to prayer will be outrageous. You will be unmovable and unshakable. And that's the title of today's message, Unmovable and Unshakable, Part 3. Oh, God wants to empower you today. Before the end of this message, you will experience a shift in your understanding, opening the door for powerful revelation to alter your life. Answers to prayer that will shock you because of the way God will do such great things at times. I'm going to go off on a side journey for just a moment. My son called with a prayer request, and in the natural, it looked bleak. It was virtually just not going to happen. That's, that's the way it appeared. So he and his colleague called, and they were asking for prayer. They both were on the phone. Well, I committed myself to take their need before the Lord, and I, I assured them to believe in God for the answered prayer. Well, I began to pray over their prayer requests, presenting it to the Lord every day at the same time. I sought God over their requests. Now, I hope you didn't miss that, but just in case you did, I want to repeat it. I said I sought God for them every day at the exact same time I presented that supplication to God. Now, I know you're with me. Well, one day my son called with his associate on the phone, and it wasn't very, uh, very, very long after the request. And so he called with his associate on the phone again, but this time... He was telling me what God had done. He had done the impossible. He had answered the prayer. It was so shocking. It was outrageous what God had done. How miraculous God had answered. Well, my mouth just dropped. I was just sitting there listening. I just, I said, son, you'll find me under the bed. And my son began to laugh. And we both laughed simultaneously with great joy. His colleague said, what does that mean? You know, and so my son explained, well, Whenever God does something that seems like really impossible and it's a miracle and it's just really just outstanding, she's so afraid of him. She says, oh, you'll find me under the bed. It means that she's so afraid at what he just did. It's so powerful that she's afraid. So she'll say, and when he comes looking for me, don't tell him where I am. The colleague joined in the laughter together. We praise God for answered prayer and continued marveling at the miracle that God had just done. I'm not the only one who wanted to hide when God did something. And the Lord asked him, what is that in your hand? He was talking to Moses. A staff, he replied. Throw it on the ground, the Lord said. So Moses threw the staff on the ground, and it became a snake. And the Bible says that Moses ran. Moses hid from the power of God. If you are not experiencing the awesome power of God, a force so tremendous, that you want to hide from him sometime and what he just did, and it's just that shocking, then it's time that instead of running from God, it's time for you to run to him. Exodus 4 and 3. The same power that rose Christ from the dead lives in you. That power is there for a reason. It's the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit of God. He is there to empower you, to establish his purpose in your life, to make you unmovable, an unstoppable and unshakable success. We are meant to have answered prayer and experience the power of God at a tremendous level. That's what God wanted for Israel. 
Exodus 19 and 6, God spoke to Moses and said, You will be for me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. That's what God told Moses. Now, please focus on a kingdom of priests and a holy nation in that scripture. Oh, God wants to bring you to a place today that takes you past human limitations. And once you understand this dynamic relationship and you walk in the light of the spiritual priesthood and serve in the capacity of that priesthood that God meant for you to live in, you're going to see shocking results. The church must come to a place where nothing moves you, a place of power without fear. What would a kingdom of priests look like? What was God telling them? A kingdom of priests. Each one was meant to be kings and priests to the Lord. Kings this meant to rule over themselves. That's what a king does. He rules over, right? And so they were meant to rule over themselves. They were to be equal one to another and humble themselves before God. Their tribute was to be towards the Lord solely. Thus, as a nation of priests, they would approach God without a mediator. That's a divine plan. They would make offerings and walk in a divine relationship, a devotion and power. But Israel didn't want to all be priests. They had a different idea in mind. Well, so did God. He always has his way. In 1 Peter, we find ourselves being chosen by God, the body of Christ. We, the church, become the chosen nation. Also, all believers of Christ, Jew and Gentile. For God has said, 1 Peter 2, 9, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Now we're in the New Testament and he's talking about you. God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his glorious light. So now God has his nation of priests, the church. You can approach him by the blood of Jesus and enter in to the holy of holies. Now that's power. The church doesn't really know what it has. I want to share with you about the ministry. In a span of six to eight weeks, just a few months ago, we began counting, you know, the answers to prayer. Well, in a span of about six to eight weeks, the ministry experienced 160 to 180 answered prayer requests. Now, in the span of one year, with almost 200 prayer requests answered every few weeks, That's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of prayer requests that will be answered. But I'm not talking about prayers heard in heaven today. I'm talking about you. What is the secret to answered prayer? I want to tell you, there isn't one. It's right there in the Bible, children of God. There isn't a secret that God is keeping from you. I thought that one day. I was seeing, I was much younger, and I was seeing, you know, a ministry with great healings and deliverance. And, and, and I just said to the Lord, what is the secret? What is the secret that they're not sharing? And the Holy Spirit spoke right then. I wasn't expecting him to answer. You know, I was just thinking in my mind. The Holy Spirit said, there is no secret. It's right there in the Bible. And I thought, wow, <laughs> that's amazing. You know, there it is right there before me. There is no secret. It's right there in the word of God. God isn't trying to keep anything from anyone. It's relationship. God wants you to step into his plan, his purpose for your life. God has placed his spirit within you. You are God's spiritual Israel. You are God's Israel. 
Now, if we can't shout about that, there's something wrong. He said, I will make them my people, and they'll be called by my name. That was the voice of the Father. Now, these words God spoke to Moses, they apply to you and I also. Exodus 15 and 5. Now, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my commandment, you will be my treasured possession out of all of the nations. The whole earth is mine. And unto you, you shall be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. That's what God told Moses. Brother John tells the church almost the exact words. He tells him this about you and I. Now, please watch this. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is my father's glory that you bear much fruit, that there's a manifestation from you, right? Proving yourself to be my disciples, John 15 and 7. Now you are grafted in by the blood of Jesus. Your rights and your privileges are tremendous. This revelation could change everything. Then Paul goes further and brings our understanding to power and authority. Paul declares that Jesus is the head of the church, which is his body. We must come to a new understanding. To live in this dimension of power that God is releasing, Paul brings us into a unity with Christ, with the Holy Spirit within us. To take the world by storm, to be unstoppable, unmovable, and unshakable. I must be fully invested in this dynamic relationship with God. That's what he was after with the children of Israel, a dynamic relationship. So let's step into a new position. God's word cannot be changed. It is established in heaven and the earth. What God has said, he will surely perform and nothing can stop him. Psalms 89 and 34, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. You can count on his word to perform whatever he has spoken. It shall be performed. It shall come into fruition. Now, here is the key. I want to give you some steps that will bring you into a position. These principles will bring you into a position of tremendous power, and you'll be hiding under the bed. Keep his commandments. And then if we do, well, I'm going to let Brother John tell you. The Apostle John in the New Testament, John 1, 3, and 22. John says this, it's very clear. And whatever you ask, you receive of him. Because we keep his commandments. And we do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Wait a minute, Brother John. Now he's just giving us a golden key. That he's saying no matter what what you're asking, if you keep the commandments to God, And if you are pleasing in his sight, you're going to go to him and you're going to ask him for something and he is going to do it. His word says that he would not withhold any good thing from those that walk upright. God has said if we love him and keep his commandments, oh, that he's going to show up. That's exactly what he is going to do. John 14 and 21. The person who has my commandments. And keeps them is the one who really loves me. He's talking about relationship again. Whoever really loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and reveal myself to him. I will make myself real to him. What is brother John really telling us? God pledged to you 
If you live by his word, he will manifest and the relationship you will have with him will take you to a level of prayer where you will have a victorious heart, a heart full of love for the father without fear, and he will answer your prayer. Brother John guarantees us that. That's a promise from God. Well, let's go further. Let's go on to perfection, the second step. He will perfect his word in you. You will become mature and grow in his image. We grow into the image of God. It's not when we look in the mirror. We can look in the mirror and say, oh, that must be what God looks like. No, no, that's not it at all. He's talking about the image within us. We grow in the image of God within us. We become more like him. We become more mature as we grow. And this means that we can do the works of God. That we can do the works that Jesus talked about. What work did he do? We never saw Jesus pushing a wheelbarrow. We never saw Jesus plowing. You know, we never saw Jesus sowing in the fields. So what work did Jesus do? Mm-hmm. He spoke God's word. That's what he did. He said, the works I do, you shall do. And even greater works than this shall you do. So what word did Jesus do? He spoke the word. That's the work that Jesus did. So we have to go on to perfection. Now, and the next step, the word of God coming out of a purified mouth will change the worst circumstances. So let's go on to perfection and be unstoppable in power. Pray, Lord, purify my mouth. Cleanse thou me from secret sins. Secret sin is the sin that you don't even know is there. Psalms 19 and 12. Who can discern his own errors? Cleanse me from my hidden faults. Keep your servant also awake. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Psalms 19 and 12. Ask God for a cleansing from within. He will renew your mind. One cannot renew their own mind. That is a work of the Holy Spirit. We are to have a renewed mind by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the next step is now revelation. Paul the Apostle knew that the church must have revelation. So he prayed a prayer for us. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope. He's talking about revelation, the confident hope that he has given to those he called. That would be you, his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. Ephesians 1 and 18. So we must ask God to flood our heart with light and the power of revelation. Your sense of discernment will be so incredibly keen and you will be able to see and discern what God is doing. This leads us to do the works that Jesus did. Jesus spoke the word and that is his works. Jesus said, truly, truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself unless he sees the father doing it. For whatever the father does, the son also does. The father loves the son and he shows him all that he does. John 5 and 19. Now tell me that's not powerful. If God were to show you what he was doing, would you be able to walk in fear 
Absolutely not. Would you find yourself at a different level of faith? You absolutely would. And so Jesus tells us, I can't do anything unless I see the Father do it first. That's the power of revelation. That's why Paul prayed that prayer. Are you praying for revelation? Because you must have the power of revelation. Paul said in the New Testament, long for prophecy. But how can I prophesy if I cannot see what the Father is doing? I must be able to see what he is doing, and I must be able to discern the Father's voice. And how can I do that? We can do nothing of ourselves and on our own. Every good thing cometh down from the Father of life. Prophecy, revelation, the gift of healing, deliverance, the laying on of hands. This cometh down from the Father. To see what the Father is doing will take you into a realm of revelation of power that's so tremendous. You will be unmovable and unshakable. Pray, Lord, give me the power of revelation. Give me the power of revelation. May it flood into my heart. Give me the understanding that gives me confident hope. Oh, give me, Father, your rich and glorious inheritance. Give me the power of revelation. When Jesus said, I can do nothing but what I see the Father doing. And then he said, the words that I speak are not my own but the Father who sent me. Now he's telling us, not only do I see what he is doing, but I hear what he is saying. He could only speak what the Father told him to say. We're talking about moving into such a dimension of power. You'll find yourself under the bed, I'm absolutely convinced. The children of Israel heard God's voice. And when they heard God's audible voice in the book of Exodus, the Bible says they fell down. It was so overwhelming. It was so tremendous. It was outrageous. And so there was a holy reverence for God, a holy fear, and they fell down before him. <laughs> Bless his holy name. It is time that the church came to a place of receiving such powerful revelation that we fall down before him in awe with a holy fear, not a normal fear, not an ordinary fear. This is a holy fear of reverence and awe. That he does such miraculous work when you call on his name, that when the prayer is answered, even you can't believe it. Even you're afraid of his power because it's so tremendous. When he does what is absolutely impossible, you will be awed at his power. We were sent by God. To do the works. Jesus said, the works that I do, you shall do. And greater works than this shall you do. Because I go unto my Father. Because he was telling us then, I'm going to release something even greater than what I have upon you. Because I'm going to the Father. So you're going to do what I'm doing. And then you're going to go on to something even greater. Because I'm going to release something that's so powerful in this realm. That you will be unmovable, unshakable, and unstoppable. Oh, there is revelation power that's coming to the church that's going to open eyes and unstop deaf ears. 
The Spirit of the Lord is moving mightily in the earth's realm right now. When you receive revelation, you can see what God is doing. And adverse circumstances, you will be able to say, none of these things move me. No matter what Brother Paul went through, the Apostle Paul and the New Testament shipwreck. He said at times he was even robbed by his own countrymen, being beaten all this being thrown in prison and all that he went through sometimes hungry and at other times having plenty. He said, none of these things move me. Paul had the power of revelation and he knew what God was doing. He knew that his life was being lived to the glory of God. And he knew that the church saw him as unmovable, unshakable, and he could not be stopped. Then he knew that it would represent to us that we can walk in that realm of power. The Holy Spirit is the anchor of your soul. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.